to the Hella Tired Podcast. As usual, I am your host, Sad Boy Shinobi, a.k.a. the Wonka Wonk Wonk Wonk, a.k.a. the Chubba Wubba Wumba Revival. <laughs> um, <laughs> today, I am fucking joined by one of the coolest dudes that I've met to date. He goes by the name of E. He goes by the name of E. Mvning. <laughs> My dude, Elliot Manning. What's poppin'? How you doing, man? Fucking, I'm doing good, dude. We we had some real conversations before we even hit record. Word. I kind of wish that those were on there. I don't I don't want to like try to resurrect it, <laughs> you know, because like it might not feel organic. Right. But we had we had some good conversations about uh, Captain Crunch. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But so for the first time ever. Um, I, I have actually have to start this episode with a couple of thank yous and uh, a little announcement. So first and foremost, uh, thank you for coming, Elliot. I understand that uh, this is not the unsketchiest of places to be. Um, <laughs> everybody that rolls up to my house is like, yeah, I didn't even know where to go, dude. Like, yeah. this is weird. And I was like, it's okay. <laughs> they don't say shit. But thank you for coming out, man. I'm super hyped that we, we put this together and that you're here. Nah, man. Um, I'm humbled to be here, man. I appreciate that. Absolutely, dude. We got some water. We got uh, some coffee, which I'll get to in a second. Yes, sir. Um, but first, I want to give a super ultra special shout out to everyone that has subscribed to the podcast so far. Um, some of them, I've asked them to do it. <laughs> And some people just just did it, you know right. what I mean. Um, so thank you. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read out uh, some names here. I don't want to. I don't want to forget anyone else this time. So first off, Jessica Yip. Thank you, Jude Fuentes, baby boy Jude. Thank you so much, man. Uh, B, aka Bernice. We know Bernice. Mm-hmm. Shout out, dude. Thank you so much, SB. Alicia Lopez, you're the shit girl. I love you. Ryan Justice, you're fucking tight as fuck. My mom. Shout out to Shout moms. out to my mom. Where? Uh, me. I subscribe to my podcast. Shout, Shout out, out to, to me. Bubba. <laughs> Shout out to me. My homie Robert Robles, dude. Christopher Gotti and Chelsea Rideout, a.k.a. Lady Quasar. You can catch her on episode number two with her husband, Sage Rideout. And so thank you guys. But now I have to do something extremely special. Give a, a I don't even know what kind of thing I'm going to have to do for this. But my man, Ethan Panetta, with the $5 a month. All right. Subscription, dude. Over there in like the fucking big daddy gang, dude. You know what I mean? I just really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It, it means a lot. A uh, dollar a month goes a long way when like 10 people are down. Exactly. It's very cool. Exactly. And it all will go into making this podcast better. I'm not taking it and buying chicken and, <laughs> you know, I mean, I would if I had no morality. But, right. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. And... This podcast is sponsored by Kova Coffee Roasters. Kova Coffee Roasters is the best coffee I have ever had. Um, I tasted it for the first time a few weeks ago, and my mind almost just leaked out of my ears. It was just the best coffee ever, and I just sacked up and sent them an email asking if they'd be willing to sponsor the podcast. And, and they, they were say. excited. <laughs> they were like, yeah, man, you had us at Lost Your Mind. Mm. And these people at this company, I've never encountered someone who cares this much about coffee ever. Right. And they're like teaching me, like through DMs. They're like, hey, you should get this grinder. Hey, you know, like grind it at this, like 
consistency, medium mm. or fine or whatever. Mm. And it's so cool, dude. So they sent the, uh, the package. I got it and uh, opened it up today. And it's just amazing, dude. So we're, I'm drinking some coffee right now out of the fucking coolest coffee mug I own. It's got Satan drinking coffee <laughs> out of a cup. It's like they know who I am. It's like they went on my Instagram and creeped me. It was like, how many Satan references does this guy have in his Instagram? Multiple. Hella. <laughs> right? And so this mug is so cool. And today I'm drinking the uh, El Elise or El Isco. Yeah, El Isco Natural. Mm. Um, it's from El Salvador, dude, from the Pacas family. So shout out to the Pacas family. Shout out to the Pacas family. Uh, they'll probably never hear this, but <laughs> you are doing the world's fucking work over here. You're doing God's work, so thank you, guys. Um, and this uh, this is the start of a beautiful relationship, man. Um, if you want $15 or 15% off your first order, enter the promo code Hella Tired at checkout. And it's the, the steepest discount you can get through Kova on the internet, to my knowledge. So take advantage they're keeping track. If you want some really good coffee or some cool mugs or whatever, they have grinders, uh, stainless steel fil- filters every that will last tinga, forever. Every tinga. We got mad tings, bro. Mad tings, bro. Mad tings, bro. Not dead, fam. Not dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Kova Coffee, man. Um, what? And now on to other things. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, dude, uh, now that kind of like took a lot of my focus away. That was a lot of talking that I felt like, uh, I feel like like I'm out of breath, man. I don't know if I'm just nervous. I don't know if I'm nervous or out of shape, but I am both a lot. I just don't know which I am right now. Well, well, which do you feel is? I feel, no, it's both. (laughs) Yeah, it's both right now for sure. I'm sitting right, right in the threshold of nervous and out of shape. Um, But yeah, dude. So if you guys don't know, my dude Elliot here has been releasing some really, really good mixes through his SoundCloud. Um, I know we usually plug this shit up in in, in the end of the podcast, but let's just go ahead and jump into that right now. Um, First... Tell us where you can find all of your music. Tell us what you plan on doing, um, you know, with it, X, Y, Z. But what I really mm. want to know is how in the hell did you even get into doing this in the first place? Um, so basically how pretty much it all started was, um, I guess I was around maybe the age of 14. Okay. Uh, I was like so enthused in terms of the DJ culture, whether it was just, you know, battle records, whether it was just being able to mix and move parties, things like that. Like, that was always my major interest. Um, I guess the mentor uh, that reached out to me in terms of, like, being able to give me the opportunity to to mix and DJ, um, his name was Chuck Welch. Shout out to DJ Chuck. Um, Chuck Wells? Welch. That's a a famous name. Chuck Welch? Chuck Welch. Shout out, dude. Yeah. Okay, and and is he from here or is he from... No, he's from he's from Michigan. He's from Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm also from Michigan as right. well. A lot of, not too many people really know that. Yeah, there's a lot of people from Michigan and Arizona, dude. That's what I heard. My dad, um, a lot of my friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. Uh, fucking Steven from work. Yep, um, yep. He's I, also from that area, too. He's like... He was maybe 20, 25 minutes away from my... Second place that I grew up in in Michigan. That's so crazy. It's so I'm from, weird. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Benton Harbor, and then I lived there for 15 years, and okay. then I moved to Kalamazoo. Okay, which was like 20, 35 minutes away from where Steve is from, because he's obviously he said he's from GR. Right. Um, but to go back off of that, Chuck 
gave me the opportunity to be able to kind of shadow him, see what we doing. So okay. he was like, well, this is going to be your first gig. You just watch what I do. The first gig is a prom, a senior prom. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm 14, 15 years old, a freshman in high school. Okay. Right? And so it, uh, the location of where it was at, it was at this place called Rose Street Market in Kalamazoo. Shout out to Rose Street. It's a very, very lovely location. It's okay. right across the street from the Radisson in downtown Kalamazoo. Um, so he kind of showed me the ropes in terms of what he does, how to move the crowds. He had a hype man. Okay. It was, it was amazing. It was like, yo, I, I want to be a part of that. So the, he, he had a hype man as a DJ. He had his own hype man. Yeah, He had his own hype man. That's, that's pimp shit. Dude. Yeah. It was fire. It okay. was fire. Like okay. it was like, okay, I'm, I'm learning. So he, yeah, he just wanted you to come along to like observe and see like, all right, dude, this is how I do it. Where like you can interpret it. That's kind of what he was doing. Yeah, like knowingly doing that for you. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, so he basically rocked it out for about three, four hours. He he showed me in terms of like transitions, when to use effects, when to kind of like bring in music, turn volume knobs, faders, okay. the whole nine. So at that point, it was like, yo, I I want to get into this. But here's the thing about it, like. You're not going to get a 14, 15-year-old to go on a Christmas list and be like, well, what do you want for Christmas, young man? Well, I want uh, two pairs of uh, CDJs and right. uh, I want a mixer. And it's like, well, that's <laughs> like a 900000 That's rent money for <laughs> yeah. what it was worth. You feel me? Yeah. So at that point, it was like, well, I got to find a way to get my hands into this. So what do I do? And that's when I started doing engineering. And that was my next avenue. Okay. So... You know, the big, like, mixing boards with the faders and the knobs and nobody. Audio engineering. Exactly. Okay, okay. So I did that for, ooh, 10 plus years as a freshman. Still doing it now on the side whenever I have an opportunity. Well, you can hear it. Yeah. In your music. Yeah. I mean, I I don't like to ask people, like, did did you mix your own thing? Because sometimes if they say no, it's awkward. Yeah. You're like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> well, 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 it sounds good, dude. Good job. But when you mix your own shit and someone compliments it, it's, it's, it's got to feel good, right? It feels it feels great. And I, if anybody knows me at all, if you're an outsider listening to this podcast, look at Ellie as my fucking dude. But if I didn't like his shit... He would have let me know. Not only would I have let him know, he wouldn't be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not a fucking friends and family... Let's just make things to talk about. Exactly. Like you got to have something to offer. Exactly. I want to talk about something, and it's nothing against anyone. It's just if I'm gonna put time aside, I want to get something out of it. We can hang out, right? <laughs> but I'm not gonna have you over here on this podcast and like trying to like move forward with my creative outlet with someone who is just kind of just substanceless. Mm-hmm. And that sounds really mean, but I don't care. It's the truth. It's the truth. And that's what people should hear. Exactly. If, if something, if some, and this is, I'm going to get back, let's, I'll get back to what we were saying right now. Oh, no, what yeah, you were saying, but let me just say this. If you're one of these people and if you're not, congratulations, but I'm a preach real quick. Get it off. I hate, usually hate people because if you think this way, you're usually stupid and um, just really you don't go very deep into your thoughts mm-hmm. when people don't like something and they say this fucking sucks that band sucks yeah this artist sucks it's like okay sucks meaning what you heard it and your ears told you that no we don't we don't like this yeah and they don't differentiate between not liking something and something being good but them not liking it correct like when Gundam style, whatever, right? That song, mm. fuck that song. <laughs> like you personally, you don't I like that song. Hate that song, but dude, it's a 
It's a great song. It's a great song. That's, and that's, I feel like that's one of the things that's in our specific pop culture nowadays. Like, you know how people throw the word trash yeah. around? Like, for example, they'll say like, well, I don't like this song because it's trash. Do you not like the song because it's trash because you don't like it? Right. Because of, cause here's the thing that I also hate is because of the fact that if it was really trash, this wouldn't have got any plays to begin with. At all. This wouldn't have got any commercial success, Mm-mm. no videos, no money. Nobody is seeing bread from this. No, you think Soldier Boy would have gotten anywhere if he would have submitted his songs through a fucking phone recorder? I mean, you know what I mean. You. It might not be for you, but no. for others, I know. I'm saying in general, right? Like, right. Someone might find it and, yeah. and dig it and yeah. like the the melody. Who doesn't care about the production quality? But you can say that sucks. Yeah. Because it does suck. Right. You can like something that sucks as well. Exactly. Most punk bands, they kind of suck. Like. They get really fucking drunk when they play. Most. I'm saying most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're off-tempo a lot, but it's okay because it's hardcore. They miss chords and stuff. They're not that good, but I love punk. Right. I love hardcore, and and some are the most talentless people. Same with R&B. Same with fucking hip-hop and country. Mm -hmm. Dude, country, new country makes my ears bleed, dude. I fucking hate new country so much. I don't even... I haven't heard a song that's come out that I haven't hated in years. But it wasn't trash, but it's not trash. I, no, just, it's to, not. To, I just don't like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyways, fuck those people. Right. I don't really know why I had to feel like I had to go on that tangent. Oh, no, no. But that's, it, but that's, if, you're, if you're listening to this and I'm and it's you who I'm talking about, change. And, that's, and I think like <laughs> that's important in, in the, the DJ community because of the yeah. fact that, you know, not everybody is completely honest because it's like, well, why are you playing this? Why are you playing this? How come you won't play this? Like, there's been instances where somebody approached me and was like, why are you playing this song? Why don't you go and play some of this? And I'm like, well, for one, that's something you don't tell a DJ. Right. Why like, aren't you X, Y, Z? Under certain circumstances, <clears throat> there's things that you can and cannot tell a DJ. Like, for example, if you're a bride at your wedding and you come up to me and you say, yeah, I have to I have to oblige by this. Like right. I have to right. I have to play this. But if you just a random person that tells me to play a song and it throws off the whole vibe, yeah. Then I then I got to be like Okay, so so yeah. you've done some weddings then? I've done in, I've in, done in a time. wedding. I've okay. done a wedding. Okay, so now have you done like you've done events though? Yeah. R- request events like a chance for someone to ask you to play something? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is one of those songs? Like, what's one of the songs? Like, what's a situation you can describe where someone wants to hear something? Is it like Shake That Monkey by Too Short at a Quinceanera? Like, what's happened that made you go, what the fuck am I playing that song here? I, what is that song? It was... Cotton oh Eye Joe God. or some shit? Man, it was... Uh, <laughs> it was... Uh, Oh my gosh, it 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 escapes me. But it was like but there real, is one though that yeah, okay, it was okay. it was during a time where oh okay, so they wanted me to play Shaggy. It wasn't me. That was yeah, on. that joint. But the oh problem was was the fact that like I was because you know how you have specific sets right in terms of moods yeah and things like that. So like I had a set going on where like everything was just real slow. Oh my God. So I was playing a lot of the R and B joints. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. okay, we got some love. It. Then you want me to play this, and I'm like, you're right. making me look crazy right now. You trying to take bread right. out of my pocket? So you're playing Silk, yeah. getting everybody in love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some Joe. Yeah, like, oh my God, you know, I'm yeah. so sorry for everything I've done. And then you want to hear Shaggy? Yeah. And remind all the people that have cheated, <laughs> all their girlfriends that they like for 
the girlfriends forgave them already, but then they hear Shaggy and they're like, oh yeah, huh? You yeah. did that, right? You yeah. motherfucker. Go get me a cocktail right now. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> it, you know what, dude? If by some chance the miracle world and the miracles in the world that happen every day, this guy that we're talking about knows who this, this is. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you're listening to this by some miracle chance, I want to fight you, man. <laughs> I challenge you to an organized combat. Um, I'm, I'm not the best fighter. Uh, when I don't know. If I was a betting man, I'd probably bet on you. Yeah, I, I want to do it. So um, <laughs> the, appearance, the appearance alone so <laughs> just says, nah, you look like he slugged somebody. Yeah, he dude, I've had, a very, I've had a very aggressive past, which doesn't need to be talked about right now. Well, I feel you. It's not I that mean, I don't want to. Well, it's yeah. just you're the guest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your mentor had you at the prom, mm-hmm. shown you the way. He had a hype man, which is very uncommon for a DJ now. Word. Yeah. Which I think you should, you might should try to bring that back. Find someone that's that just be... like, don't, don't like look for someone, but you'll know kind of deal. Yeah. Have it in your mind. It's like, I kind of want a hype man and you'll meet someone and you'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fucking cool, bro. Like, you'd be the only DJ in Arizona with a hype man, right? That I don't know. Who? Because it's not really a thing anymore. It and in general, like in the states, or you mean in Arizona? No, no, in Arizona, not oh. not ever. Oh, I'm not okay. Saying, I was about to say. Yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't know they. That's a big. That's a big I'm not, world. I'm not too familiar in terms of like the music scene in Arizona. Okay. Because like most of the artists that I listen to are kind of global per se. Sure. So I'm not too familiar in terms of the Arizona scene. Sure. So that's why when I had to listen to like previous podcasts from you, I had to get familiar with like and acclimated with. Artists that you know perform in AZ mm. that you're familiar with because I've seen you perform too. And I was like, <laughs> okay. and, I heard, and I hear you rap, dude. I have I, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard you rap. I, I did. I did one song with my boy Guyver. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like performing because I like feeling nervous and I like feeling the adrenaline rush. Yeah. And it's not the best. I'm not the best at anything, but it's fun and it doesn't suck. It is fun. And. Even if it does suck, if it's something that's fun, you should do it. Yeah. Like right now, um, me and Guyver are working on a couple other songs because it's fun doing it. Not right. because I'm trying to be a rapper and like get my career started and shit. Like I really don't have any. Like, I know it sounds kind of depressing, dude. Don't take it this way, but yeah, I have yeah. no direction. I'm just like in terms of, I, of my life. Like I just want to do a podcast, right? Make enough money to eat and smoke how I want, right? And let's just, just go. Live. Let's yeah. just go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And if things change, things change. Cool. But um, yeah, no, I'm not trying to like give up everything mm. for something. You know, uh, I know that's like a, something that I'm just not willing to do. Yeah. But if someone wants to make a song, okay. Right. Oh, you want me to come on your podcast? Okay. You want to interview me? Okay. Right. I'm, right. I'm, gonna, I'm singing in a song that me and my friend Chelsea are working on, Lady Quasar, and mm. I don't do that ever. I won't even sing in front of her. Right. And I'm going to do it because it makes me nervous and it's fun. And I want people to well, be people like, should, I feel like people should be uncomfortable. I, I want people to be like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, cause I just love it when people talk shit because they're always the people who don't do shit. Yeah. They're always the people yeah, that are right. inactive or who used to be active or like think they still have a place in society. Like there's some kind of real hierarchy like in like Arizona music scene, like, yeah. dude, it's just like I love it when I see people talking shit and I go to their YouTube channel mm-hmm. or their Instagram mm-hmm. and they're a fucking producer 
with like 111 followers and they're fucking just nobody and their YouTube has no, no videos just nobody no link to I their hate that, no man. link to it's, their music it's the, it's the biggest pump fake to oh, me in dude. the music scene it and really just, is and they're just miserable but you know what though that's attention dude yeah and, and I mean I, maybe not everybody agrees with this but negative attention is positive attention correct um I forget who said it. I, I was listening to like a Bobby Lee podcast and he had brought something up. He goes, when half of the people hate you and mm-hmm. half the people love you, mm-hmm. that's where you want to exist. Like, because they both do things for your career. Right. Like there's a dichotomy attached to you, like love and hate. There's not like, he's okay. Mm-hmm. There's like, I either love this guy or it's like, no, oh, fuck this dude. And they're outward about it. Yeah. Creating like opposing arguments. And it just your meant your name is getting like exercised in right. conversation, it, and it's not like just some kind of like flaccid conversation piece. Like, oh yeah, he's okay, right? You know what I mean, right? When they don't necessarily have too much to really talk about in right. terms of it. Like, you got to have something just solid and of substance, yeah, to so kind of talk about. So someone was like, "This sucks." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, cool, suck my dick. I love you." <laughs> I would just say some stupid shit that would be like passive aggressive or extremely aggressive and like I love you dude but really like suck my dick I hate you I wish like you know you pop a tire on the way home and but be safe. <laughs> and that will create the divide because that's who I am dude that's who right. I really actually am. And that's why I love this podcast and that's why I'm very hesitant to share with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um we don't I, I'm an, I'm unemployed and so is Elliot. We both do not have jobs. <laughs> I want to tell you that right now. I don't work anywhere, but allegedly, I don't. I don't. No, no, no. Factually, um, <laughs> but I don't share it with people like that we are around. Yeah, because like I don't know them well enough. I don't know their life, man. Like I don't follow people. I don't know what they post. I don't know what they're cool with. I don't know. Like I've never had enough conversation. I don't want to like blast it everywhere in every corner of the universe because some sometimes maybe like it could bite me in the ass. Yeah. But for the people who get to hear it or the people who do hear it, it's me and that's all it'll ever be. Yeah. And if anyone has something negative to say, I love it, dude. I'm a really good shit talker. Right. I really am, dude. Right. I, I love it. I really do. So, um, all right. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to light this organic uh, cigarette. My man's. This, this green tobacco cigarette. Um, and then I want you to continue, dude. I'm so sorry. Nah, you're fine, man. You're okay. fine. Some people really need to understand in terms of like the 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 persona behind Bubba, the persona behind well, the Shinobi. Well, I haven't talked about this with anybody, really. Uh, I don't, dude, I don't talk very much outside of this. That's why I am here. And that's why I love podcasts. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just haven't like expressed that. Yeah. But it's this is why I love this shit because you know, if you want to get to know you, if someone's a fucking fan of your music mm. and they search you, right. this might pop up and they right. go, oh shit. And what makes me a real fan of people is when I know who they are. Like when I watch a Hot Ones episode, it's a very revealing thing about like celebrities. Mm. Are they boring? Are they kind of a dick? Are they really funny? Did I like not know I like this guy? It's a nice little extra thing to have out in the, in the world. Right. And so for you, it's beneficial because anyone that wants to get to you, know you more, you're about to tell the story about how you got into DJing after 23 minutes of rambling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now you're fine. Man. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just cool that you can be able to just look back and you kind of like learn who I am through these eight episodes that we right. have so far. Yeah. And it's just cool, man. I, I love it. So again, thank you for coming here. I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> humble, man. I'm humble. <sighs> okay. 
Okay, I know, I know. That's why I'm feeling so bad because you're not like, all right, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, nah, I dude, wish you would. That's not me. I know. <laughs> no. That's not me. I know, man. I just fucking okay. You were at the prom. Yeah. So I was. I was at prom, and again, like I said, you know, going back on the the story of how I needed money to buy these turntables, and I was like, no, there's there's no way that I can do it. Uh, you ain't got no flame, huh? <laughs> no flame, huh? <laughs> Keep going. I'll keep going. Keep going. All right, I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm still gonna hear it. All right. So how I ended up working out uh, for the listeners also that'll be able to listen to this as well is that eventually, of course, your parents aren't going to go and buy you a thousand dollars worth of DJ equipment plus microphones plus speakers plus any other miscellaneous items that you're going to need in terms of being a somewhat professional DJ because this is a profession. Yeah. Um, so then, I, like I said, I like I need another avenue because I can't just sit and keep going to gigs and not put my hands to the work. You know what I'm saying? I got to do something. So at that point, I said, you know what? Let me go into a different avenue. So there is a church that I just so happened to um, to go to regularly on Sundays, and they were looking for engineers. And I said, like, you know what? Let me do this. I'm gonna see what happens. There's a lot of people that had the same exact start, man. Yeah, that that's where. Yeah, for real, you can you can get a lot of hands on experience. Every like Sunday, dude. Yeah, it's a live concert that you have it's to fucking every mix. single week, and it's got to be great too. Right. Like you gotta you gotta make sure that everything that you hear in terms of the way that the praise and worship is like explained, and then you gotta make sure the pastors like to a T. Right. And that also prepares you like for other things. Like there, there were times where I went to my college and I needed to go and you know mix for my college. Right. Or there were times where like there were little small time mixer gigs where like oh well, we just need a mixer to be in a gymnasium. Can you go and just set up a microphone and go about your business? Like yeah, I got you. So at that point, that literally was like practical for just years. And then at that point, I was like, well. I need to find another avenue. Now, was that a full-time job or something you always done on the side? That was what I was doing on the side. I wasn't getting paid to do it, but it was just like, yo, if I have the experience for okay. this, then that means that if the DJing doesn't work out, I could just engineer and I go out on my business. Right, right, right. A little, little fallback plan. Exactly. Feels good. Feels exactly. Good. Okay. So then, after years had passed and I graduated out of college, I was like, I kind of need another avenue because like, it, it doesn't just stop. At DJing doesn't just stop in engineering. That's when I got into DAWs and I was like, yo, I need to get into Logic. I need to get into Pro Tools. I need to get into any specific DAW you could think of, Reason. But, uh, but which one did you want? So were you Apple or PC or, or Windows? I like, was. Because if you wanted Logic, you have to have an Apple, right? Yeah, I have I yeah. have Logic now. Okay. I have a I have a Mac now. And what'd you start on? What was the I first started, I started with uh I started with Pro Tools. Okay. Yep. Started with Pro Tools. Um, because most of like, uh, what, what I learned at Western Michigan university, shout out to the Broncos. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. They, yep. they, they taught classes like full on engineering classes that allowed you to just like learn the, the basics in terms of like digital audio workstations, like being able to mix on the fly, like okay. to a T, like you want to learn, come in, make beats, dialogues, pot, whatever you, whatever you want to do, they let you do it. Right. Bro. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? For a grade. Also, if you do a good grade, as like a like a like a uh, extracurricular, yeah, wow, but also a class too, or not? A, I'm sorry, or that's, a that's major. not extracurricular. A uh, you can tell I'm not. I don't have a degree, oh. so I don't really know the structure of college. Not an extracurricular, dude. A um, 
one that you an election an elective elective there yeah. you go, so you can yeah so you can have it as an elective so you were like yo I, I just need to I just want to take a class just to fulfill this that's crazy yeah just not even and, a program nah a class that's just fucking a class. cool dude and even then if you wanted to like have a major for engineering just like Go ahead and set you up. All right. Well, we'll set you up with the classes, and boom, we'll get you to there. And then Very I graduated. Cool. So I graduated with uh, rhetoric, writing studies, and then my minor Damn. was engineering. And so I went on about my business after that. And then finally, when I moved to L.A., because I was in Phoenix at the time, and then I left. Yeah, man. And I left and came back. Talk about that experience. So I learned a lot. Yeah. And how long were you? You gone for like about a year? I was gone for a year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was yeah, gone yeah. for a year. Um, kind of just the for the opportunity in terms of like making more money and a yeah. job as a side, but also be able to like expose myself to people in and LA. Able, yeah. Right. Because, dude, let's be real. I mean, you can be really, really good in Arizona, but the exposure, I mean, dude, it's just the, the saturation isn't enough here. Yeah. I mean, it's not that people aren't doing enough, it's the people listening aren't. They're not enough of them. Yeah. LA is just like, dude, music, 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 music. There's a whole bunch of people that have nothing to do all the time Word. that just love music. Word. And that's a perfect place to be for a comedian, musician, and actor. It's just kind of, you can't deny it. Yeah. And like, you were like showing that firsthand, I assume. It was, it was like just, I had to take it all in. It yeah. was super surreal just that's being cool, out there. man. And then at that point, when I finally had enough money to just buy my own equipment, it was like, okay, this is real now, so I can finally do it. So I went straight to Guitar Center. Yeah. I went to the DJ area, and I was like, you know what? As much as I would like to do, like, battle records and being able to battle, like, right. I'm kind of more of a person that just likes to just, I hate using this word, Function. or phrase, rather, set the vibe, and I hate the word vibes. No, man, I know you're I good. hate you're that good. word. But anyway, um, just to be able to just play good music. I said, let me just get a controller. So yeah. I, I dropped that $250, $300. And at that point, I just got my MacBook. Right. I got Serato DJ. Hey. And I went about my business. It's a clean-ass program, dude. Yeah, bro. It's, yeah. it's amazing. That's the one that they display at Guitar Center for the most part, right? Uh, Not that I'm aware the of. One that I don't no longer use it, though. Okay. I use, um, I use one called uh, DJ Pro 2 by DJ Algorithm, okay. um, which... It allows you, for and for other DJs, if you're listening, you probably would want to take this into account. Um, what it does is it provides you a Serato license. So that means that if you have a Spotify premium account, you can link that account and play all the music that's available on Spotify through the Ooh, actual program. That's anywhere. saucy. The only problem, the only, here's, the, here's the thing that, that kind of takes it away the 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 overall luster and substance right. from it you can't record anything that is on spotify so like say for instance you had two dope songs on spotify you want to play or you got the new album that just came out or whatever right you can play it at the function <laughs> but you can't record it at the function can you record it through a third party audio source though i would assume you could like yeah. through a through a mixer like probably Probably you can figure it out. Yeah, you figure it out. <laughs> figure that shit <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really cool though, man. Um, so now I'm not very versed in that world at all. Like I have a little, like a MIDI. I I have like some very minimal exposure doing that, but I have made a couple of things. Um, I I guess 
get discouraged right. every time I try to start learning again mm-hmm. and just quit because I'm just, that's what I do for the most part. Right. Um, I've always been that way, dude. If something's too hard to learn, mm-hmm. just mm, give mind. it up. I only do things that I'm naturally good at for the <laughs> most part. I'm serious. Unless uh, other than Kendama, everybody sucks at Kendama starting out, dude. Man. First time I saw Kendama, it was in a, a video game that me and my brother used to play. No shit. And the, yeah. And the character, like he used it as a weapon. Kid you not. That's so tight. Yeah. Dude, I was talking about, um, creating a storyboard for a comic book, like a, not a superhero necessarily, mm-hmm. but like a crime fighter mm-hmm. and like, um, kind of like a manga style, but not like from left to right or from right to left, but that kind of style and it being like a, a dude that has a Kendama is really good, but he like fights crime with the Kendama. Hmm. So it sounds like it's already been done. Uh, that nah, really bums really. me. It really bums me out. You I, I had to. I had to show you like what game it was because it was. It was pretty fire. Like I feel like you would like it. <laughs> I, I would. Yeah. I would. And dude, quick shout out to Matt Sweets, owner of Sweets Kendamas. Dude, he just signed. Not signed, but I guess whatever the fuck you want to call it, he <laughs> just locked into contract with Target. Oh, that's major. Every applause button. Applause button. Applause yeah, button. Applause fuck, button. Right. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Every store nationwide will now be carrying sweets kendamas. That's fire. That's so cool for the kendama yeah. community, man. Yeah. That's like um you know how when like waves get really big and you've been on it for a long time mm-hmm. and you're like I'm over it, dog. Like <laughs> it's too mainstream now. Yeah. Dude, I don't give a fuck who you are. Everyone's done that in their own way. You right. know what I mean? Not all the time necessarily, but Usually something starts out real small and it feels very organic, very intimate. And you're like, oh man, this, this band is so good or like whatever is so good. Yeah. And then as they go on, it gets more popular and then mm-hmm. they have to like try to feel like they appeal to more people. Yeah. And so like their sound changes or the product changes or whatever. Right. Yeah. I hate it. I hate that process. Even though like the artist thinks they're progressing and it's fine. I'm happy for them. Yeah. I don't want to hear something different. I want to hear what I fell in love with, right? In the beginning. Yeah, so it's not necessarily a wave thing where it's like, I hate popular shit. It's just, I hate when they change. They go that route. Right. Yeah. Kendama, none of that exists in Kendama. Every single thing that happens in Kendama is good for Kendama. Correct. And that's the craziest shit ever. Even the stuff that makes Kendama playing easier than it should be is still progressive in that. Because is Kendama considered a sport? You think? Yeah, I mean, dude, there's uh, world championships. See every that year. I didn't know because, like, I only because I see you play Kendama, right? You know dude, what I'm saying? Don't. I'm, we're gonna move on from this subject because, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you right now, I could talk about this for a, probably a couple days. Um, Kendama is is uh, very very innocent. It's very. Um, Neanderthalitic, like it's you can't get confused well, when you hold down, it. Break that down. Break that down. Neanderthalitic. Okay, it's <laughs> it's it's very easy. Like it's very like you can't hold it in your hand and not know what to do. Mm-hmm. Neanderthalitic for people who don't know is like caveman. It's it's not like it's like yeah. it's very like you you have to be dumb as fuck to hold <laughs> it in your hand and not know what to do. Like that's what I mean. Where and so from that level. Cause there's not very many things you can do in life that you can be that dumb and have fun at and right. in- increase your skill. Correct. And then there's the other side of it of the world championships and people who travel to Japan every year to compete. And this year, a fucking 16 year old won it. 
and they get money and fucking sponsorships oh, and that's stuff. that's real. And, dude, it's crazy. The wow. Kendama community is tight. At the end of this month, I'm about to go to Minnesota for four days for a Kendama competition. Oh, where? It's like the USA's World Cup or mm-hmm. World Championship. In Minnesota? Yeah. Okay. I'm not competing on the World Cup level, right. like uh, on the championship level, because mm-hmm. I'm just not there. But you're going in terms of just to compete, though. Yeah. Right. It's going to be amazing. All my friends go. And everyone from all over the world flies in, mm-hmm. and we all just hang out for four days, dude, and just hang out and like play Kendama. That's it's dope, so man. much fun. That's Imagine dope. like just going to like a conference where everyone's just like fucking just ciphering all day long and yeah. they're all cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's that's anything that you love they doing. Mean, bring it all together for four days, and that's what it feels like. We're just, see, I, I feel as though like we and not to really like transition from it, but we need no, like we, we need something like that in as a music collective here I agree, in man. Arizona. You know I what agree. I'm saying? Like we kind of need not just so much like an, an open show, but we kind of need like something collectively within the greater Phoenix area right. that can just come. I'm sure there are probably little small mini clicks and groups yeah. and things like that. But like to be able to nationally come to one internationally. Oh, well, yeah. 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 As a summit. Right. And to be able to just link up and click no matter what your skill level is, whether you just like playing music, love playing music, competitive, like whatever the case may be. Yep. You know, I feel like that needs to be pushed a It'd little be awesome. more. It wouldn't it be so cool. I love that. Even if you would do it, like you could even start off doing it Arizona, yeah. like, and don't allow, don't like disallow people from not from Arizona, but just like do it on like a local level, maybe get like 10 people mm-hmm. all hooked up at the same time. And just like everyone's playing the same track and like keep, it's a cypher or whatever. Jam. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's, it, that's literally what it is. And it's the best time I have in my life every year, dude. Mm-hmm. So much fun, man. Um, to people I don't get to see, but once a year. Wow. I go and it's like my buddy Alex, he's from Netherlands and he flies in every year because he's like a, a pro for sweets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, sweets kendamas. And I get to see him once a year, bro. And it's so cool. Like I get so hyped because he's such a cool guy. And there's like, a handful of people like that that I don't get to see very often. So right, right. we get very excited. So Kendama is a sport. It's very leisure. Mm. You can be a pro. Mm. You can be a fucking nub, and you can still have so much fun. I host jams like every other Wednesday at Snow Ice Shavery. Right. Um, I, I'm very involved in the community. I hadn't been for a long time, but I love it, man. I love it, love it. So uh, wh- what is the first thing you said? You bought your controller, and you knew it was serious. Yeah, it what was. What controller did you buy? Uh, like this, was a, this was a um, this was a pioneer. This was Ooh. a uh, DDJSB three. So it was the this was the controller where like they introduced what DJ Jazzy Jeff had implemented because I guess he had a part in this called uh, the pad scratch. Okay. So basically, what that does is when you push the button, you basically have eight other sub buttons underneath it. So when you push the button, it scratches for you. Now, me personally, I'm really into just the way in which people do scratches, like, like manually flares, one click orbits, right? Um, transformers, like the whole nine. Like it's it's a science to me, and I right. love the science behind it. To me, I looked at that and I was like. That's not me, bro. Right. So at, the, at this point, I was like, but you know what? At least I have an up-to-date controller. So it was like, it's not what I want because I would love to have, like, some battle controllers because, again, my I have some pretty big hands. Right. And the toy controllers kind of have are really small. They're, like, CD-sized? Yeah. If not, maybe smaller. Okay. Maybe a little smaller than that. But okay. So it's a little hard to scratch on it, yeah. Yeah, but okay. at the same time, you kind of make do what's do. And most of the time, like, in terms of what I did for my specific mixes, like, I didn't use any of it because most of the time it was just 
nice little smooth transitions and go into my song. So right. at that point, once I bought my controller, I'm like, okay, this is real. So I just got music, practice, transitions. What what specific BPM for this song to this song? Like, how does this sound? Is this hours smooth? of this matching BPMs? Hours, huh? hours. And even then, like, I'm still trying to get it yep. down to a science so that way I can just like, all right, I understand now. So, so do you have your file separated by BPMs now? Yeah, by now, yeah, 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 that's where it's at. Yeah, bro. that takes yep. so much frustration out of the process, huh? Just because the key. Because listen, if you mix off key, then it's, it's, it sounds disgusting. Yeah, unless you're doing some really, uh, um, fuck, man, I forget the the term. It's like off tempo, mm-hmm. um, and it just comes in real, real awkward. Yeah, yeah and I will admit, sometimes it works. Yeah, but sometimes. you have to. Like be aware of it, but if right. you're just trying to make a, a seventy and an eighty work, it's it's not gonna work. Right now, unless you have managed to find a way in terms of just mixing the beat and just being creative, yeah. then there's a way you that you can do it. But again, me personally, like kind of just getting back into it and kind of understanding in terms of the basics, I needed to to reapply myself in terms of doing that. Right. Um. I guess as I was about to move. Back into Phoenix, obviously there's this four-lettered demon we like to refer to as Rent. I thought I thought you were gonna say love. No, no. I was gonna give you a high five. No, no, no. That's no. the real fucking demon. No, dude. well, yeah, that too. But but Rent came in and yeah, I was short. The LA Rent. Ooh. Yeah. We talking about 1360 plus. For a one bedroom yeah. or for a room somewhere? My share of two. Oh my god. So for this little small room, I was like, I'm short. Oh, hell And so I had to look at the controller, and I was like, I got to give it up. And so at that point, I went back to Guitar Center, sold it, got the bread, dipped out. Didn't pay rent. But I, I, I paid rent. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I paid okay. rent. <laughs> so you're so savage, I, I, dude. I, I, no, I, I paid. I paid rent. I paid the rent. Okay. And um, at that point, I was like, "Yo, I, I need to get that back. No, I need. I need to some put- somehow, some kind of way. Okay. But I didn't stop like continuing trying to just study, 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 study because like this is what I enjoy doing. This is what I love doing. Right. So at that point, uh. Fast forward to about maybe spring of 2018, I had the bread. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, let me go back to Guitar Center real quick, see what's popping. They had the same controller in there for cheap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think it's about that time. Yep. Enter Cave Creek Part 1. And then that's when I did Part 1 just as of July of 2018 wave master yeah yeah and yeah uh, i and and the thing about it was like it really was a random idea in terms of how cave creek just came to fruition mm-hmm. it was just like what if i just made a mix of just beats that i like right well that's I, what you love doing anyways right, right. So but i just i make- never did it because it was all like i'm more so wanting to perform Ah. And just playing in front of people and crowds oh, okay. and things like, and I didn't, I never got enough of that because the first gig that I had by myself, yeah. was back in LA for a wedding that I did in Long Beach. Right, it was dope. And then anything after that, I didn't have that during the time of Witch Cape Creek and things like that. So I thought to myself, like, well, DJs kind of need to showcase their work one way or another. So how do you go about doing that? Well, just make your own mix. Mm-hmm. So. 
Of course, Algorithm was saying that you can't use your license in terms of the Serato license in order to record the music. So on Spotify, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't use any songs on Spotify and then record it. I can play them and mix it, but I mean, if there's no bodies, how can people listen to it? So then I was like, well, I got a handful of producers I like off of SoundCloud, so let me use that. So, Dude, I'm going to send you a list, man. I'm sure that maybe you've heard of some, but I have pretty much done nothing but listen to SoundCloud producers for the last six years because Same. that's where the talent is. Dude. Same. That's where the fucking talent the, the is. Gold, the gold era of oh. SoundCloud was like, we talking like maybe 20, 2012, 2013, I want to say. I'd say 2012, 2013 through 2015. 15. Yeah. For me. It okay, was. for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now you you got it because it definitely doesn't make well, sense. Everybody has their fucking what they go through and shit. But like, dude, I, that went I went through an era where um, I didn't want any words in my music for like such a long time. Yeah. And I just went on a fucking rabbit hole almost every day in SoundCloud. <laughs> and I, it's not like oh this has no words cool out of the playlist. Only the shit I came across and like really fucked with. I really enjoyed. Right. I'll add that to the playlist and revisit it, listen to all their shit. And it's, I love doing that, man. I loved it too. That's why I have like four years worth of playlists all separated Fuck by beats yeah. and then by songs. So like if there's an edit, if there's a flip, I add it. If right. it's just a beat, I add it. If you need to stretch something, you can do it. I no license it. bullshit. I add it. Yeah. I add it. If they got a download, I add it. Like to a T, it was like, yo, bro, I I need to do what I needed to do because I, I loved it so much. Now now that you have a SoundCloud. Yeah. Let me bounce this off you because this is what people, some people do. Right. Um, if you ever like start releasing single tracks, like single remixes, I'm sure you probably have a little handful of those or whatever or something you want to do. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like taking something that a producer did and then... Oh, flip it? Like not flip, not flipping it, but like doing something else to it. You know how like, uh, I mean, this is a very mainstream reference, but like Odessa has an entire album of the songs they already have, mm-hmm. but other producers Doing like redoing it, like remixing it. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I kind, yeah, I kind of, I think I kind of know where you're getting at. Like kind of what you do, yeah. like put your own beat or something else over like the vocal track or something, whatever, whatever. I guess, I guess, kind of what I do is like I'm more of a I, I don't I don't like using this word either, but a curator. So what it is is like I constantly listen to producers and artists on SoundCloud, yeah, and then I take their work. And then I compile it into a mix. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, it's kind of like our 2018 version of mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, basically you know. for what it's worth. Yeah. So I was just asking if you were ever plan on doing like just taking a song that you like oh, and doing that and flip. Yeah. Because what is a good way to get some exposure is what I see a lot of is mm. you know a producer whatever man like only something you really like. 300 followers or some shit, but right. you really love the song, right. take it, do something really cool to it, send it to him. I thought about it. Upload it, but send it to him. Like, hey, man, this is what I did. And sometimes they'll like retweet, like not retweet it, but you know, repost it or mm-hmm. they'll post it on their shit. Like, oh, someone remixed my song. Like, it, it's it's flattering when you take someone's work and like, oh, check us out. You're not, you can't profit off of it. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause you're just doing it for the exposure you, yeah, at that point. Exactly. Yeah. You're just doing it like, oh, check it out, dude. I took your creative piece and made a creative piece. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I love your shit. Yeah. That's how it all has to be. Yeah. Because again, you cannot make money off of it. So 
don't think like someone's trying to steal your shit. I, I like, hate the way in which we kind of identify that word in terms of stealing music nowadays dude, too, because it's way too it's broad. Like, there's a there's an artist, you know, like any other artist. You know how you listen to a beat or you listen to a specific song. It's like, yo, where can I download this? Right. Well, it's not. It, it can't be downloaded. All right. Well, can I buy it? Well, it's not for sale. So you, so you basically what you're saying is, is you holding your art hostage, and right. I can't, I can't use it for listening purposes. Using it like mm-hmm. I'm paying you a service. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, it's not like I'm going to profit off of it unless <laughs> there, there was a discussion in terms of like, okay, I make money, you make money because right. I'm using your work right. to, to profit us both. But that's not my thing. My thing is, is like, for instance, when I did Cave Creek, there were a couple, like I told you, there were a couple beats where I had to say like. Yo, I had to reach out to the producers because I needed to purchase some of these joints. I didn't want to steal them. You know what I'm saying? But in my mind, and I mean, it's not stealing it. If I'm not making profit. If you're not making money. And I wasn't. I mean, you can upload it to Spotify. Yeah. And it could get slipped through the cracks. Correct. And you can make money, and they can find it later, cease and desist. You can have your whatever fucking. Then you're done. You just you're throw done. it away. Yeah. But yeah, if you're uploading stuff to to SoundCloud, I mean, dude, that shit. I mean, it's a courtesy. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have to buy them, yeah. but like you wanted to do that as that's an artist. As an artist, you yeah. wanted to do that, and that's fucking cool. But I mean, yeah, you're not stealing anything. I mean, it's not like. You're taking it away from them and uploading Correct. it to like they still have their song. Correct. You're just it's a it's a fucking open source yeah. internet, dude. Not to mention like there's so many SoundCloud rippers out there nowadays, YouTube rippers nowadays. Like, well, I'm gonna just take this nice little URL, hit copy, save as, go about my business. And it's weird because yeah. you can't monetize on SoundCloud unless your shit is copywritten. Correct. Or you have the or you have the Creative Commons licenses. Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. And you can't do that if you don't own it. Correct. And it's like, what is the point of creating I, these accounts and like uploading songs that aren't yours just to get like SoundCloud clout? And, but then, like, what? You just have a link to your Instagram attached, and you yeah, get like exactly. a thousand followers or something in the process. Like, what a fucking idiot! <laughs> right. Those people are fucking stupid. Yeah. Let them though, dude, because you're if it's your music, your music's out there, I guess. Someone's hearing yeah. it. But at the same time, like <laughs> I kinda have that this sense of integrity where it's like, you know what? Well yeah, you would they, never do that. Right. I don't nah. No, I don't I don't end up no. doing that. Cause in way cause either way, it's like, listen, if they if they if they put it out there and I have an opportunity to buy it, then it shows like, okay, this guy's serious because he wants to be able to use my work and showcase it in a way along with a bunch of other individuals right on a mix and then <clears throat> that was the that was the purpose of what Cave Creek was cuz Cave Creek Cave Creek honestly was just an idea that I thought of and was like well I need to make my own mixes <laughs> and and yeah. that's what it was nobody yep. would probably understand in terms of just the location of Creek if you if you live out of Arizona you probably would know what it is right. if you live <laughs> in AZ you know what Cave Creek is if you know it actually if you live in Arizona, you might know what Cave Creek yeah, is. Yeah, well, you should. I, I feel love like. Cave Creek, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little western. And again, town. if you notice, like the covers in terms of the both one and two, mm. they're all yeah. lakes, rivers, because right. that's basically what it is. Shout out to Suzanne's hot sauce store, dude. Where, dude, Word. Suzanne holds it down. She's crazy ass old lady out there that has just a, a fucking little store out there that just 
full of hot sauce and she's just like, what do you want to sample? How hot do you want it? Oh, really? All eccentric as shit. I'm a hot <laughs> sauce fiend. I have a whole shelf in my fridge dedicated to hot sauce. As in like the... As in like hot sauce. Oh, I'm sorry. The 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 <laughs> and one street ball player popped in my mind, oh, and I was like, <laughs> shit. dude, this got brought up uh, like a few episodes ago, dude. This is a real this is real shit. Real quick, hold on. Uh huh. Go ahead. I'm not, dude. There's no reason not to brag because when I was a child, it doesn't mean anything now. Mm-hmm. I was really good at basketball, dude. When I was young, right? Oh, like, I know this story. All the way up until like <laughs> freshman year. Freshman year is when I stopped kind of like giving a fuck. But then I was still good. Right. But I, my my grades were too shit in middle school to be on the team. Damn, so fucking, I was such a piece of shit. <laughs> but I was really good, man. And um, street hoops just came out. Or yeah, PS2. And, yeah. yeah, and well, and Xbox. Was it Xbox? Yeah, and okay. Xbox. Okay. Microsoft. Anyways, yeah, Sony. Any fucking ways. <laughs> Sony. <laughs> um, no, I got I got both of them in the living room, dude. Yeah, I you, saw know, that. you know I show love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, so Street Hoops had all the real characters that were like popular in the Street Hoops community. Like yeah, hot sauce, half man, half, half amazing. amazing. Oh, skip the Malu on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He okay. absolutely was. Um, and so as you beat the game, you unlock like these tutorials and shit. How to do the dribbles. How to do the dribbles. Oh, my man. <laughs> how to do the moves. How to do like all the moves, dude. Look, mom, I can do a sauce 2K. Want to see? Bro. I'm telling you right now, dude, I was, I was pretty good. And I knew what I was doing. I learned all of them. This man was doing a slip and slide. I was in legitimately, his room. legitimately oh, in my man. garage for hours <laughs> dribbling, and I would have to go back in the fucking bedroom to watch the video again because I don't have like fucking internet on my phone or anything. Oh, like, yeah, that is. I had to yeah. keep playing the video over. I'm like, okay, 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 and go back out in the garage and like just go out there. I was just obsessed, dude. And then when I'd play in middle school against the team, scrimmage mm. against the team because right. I couldn't be on it. Right. I was doing all. That shit. I was pissing the coach off so bad because it wasn't realistic. Hell yeah. (laughs) And dude, in the middle school I was in, I was a minority, dude. For real. Word. I was like one of a handful of white kids at my school. How tall were you at that time, do you think? Uh twelve. Well, thirteen. Twelve, thirteen. Five, three, five, four, maybe. What? Well, because you because my height? Yeah. Oh, I was small, man. Yeah. Like any other guard, yeah, that would make I sense. I was small, dude. Yeah. I played basketball with no shoes on a lot. Oh, you were hooping, hooping. I was a weirdo, bro. <laughs> but I was pretty good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like this that's like the strongest memory I have of basketball is um I'm I could just like I'm like POVing right now, like mm-hmm. in my mind, in my imagination, like just dribbling all day and night in that garage on any break. Anytime I came home from like school Opened up my garage and started mm-hmm. playing basketball and just did all this dribbling shit. Mm-hmm. People would come over and they'd play, and I was just like, I was always like the best in the neighborhood. I mean, because like I lived in a pretty white neighborhood. What, what but do I you went think? to school in almost all Mexican kids mm-hmm. and like, and in black kids, and like, dude, I was just like fucking good at basketball, <laughs> and everyone hated me, dude. Right. Like, all the people I wasn't friends with fucking hated me because like, it's embarrassing to right. get beat by someone that looked like me. <laughs> I was like so short and chubby, long like hobbit hair, playing basketball with no shoes on all the time, talking shit. Was handles re- was yes. ball handling your attribute? Dude, I'm You could shoot? 
Yeah, man. You can shoot. Dude, like, right now, I could probably still, like, dribble and shoot a little bit. It'd probably take me, like, a day or two to, like, <laughs> learn how to shoot again. Not learn how a to shoot again, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I haven't shot a fucking basketball in so long. Right. But at that time when I was a kid, dude, that's all I did when I was a young kid. From the time I was, like, fucking five till high school, I played basketball right. and football. Right. And I skateboarded. And so, like, I was very active as a child mm-hmm. and, like, athletic as a child. And basketball was just my fucking jam, dude. And when I got to high school and started playing football in high school, I was like, fuck basketball, dog. Wait, what position did you play? I played fullback, um, linebacker, nose guard, uh, defensive end. Um, oh, you was like in the trenches then, when it seems like. I was quick, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, it was nice. Like, I was pretty decent. It was okay. fun, man. It was okay. so much fun. Like, my school was pretty small, so, like, we weren't, like, some crazy-ass school where, like, every fucking game counted. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're state champions, like, almost in contenders every year now, though, mm. in their division, which I don't give a fuck about. It's so weird how people still give a fuck about their high school. Like, dude, fucking Desert Edge, dude. Fucking winning championships <laughs> now. It's crazy. No, that, yeah, that, that never it's was. It's like, you're weird. Like, that that never was me. It was like, I'm I'm trying to get out of high school. It's that, not that, that. Well, it's not that I don't. It's not that I didn't enjoy high school, but yeah. it's like I'm a, I'm gonna be thirty in three years. And then nobody's hearing about. I don't that. give a fuck about <laughs> my high school football team right now. Right? It, it, Are that, you kidding me? It was completely opposite for me. Like I I didn't really enjoy high school like that. Like because I, I, I kind of found myself as being introverted. Like most, if not all, artists are in okay. some extent. Because like I was always end up trying to find ways to just get out of there for some reason. And that's right. the reason why I took radio classes in junior and high school hey, and senior. That's how you grow, dude. So I was like, yo, listen, I'm trying to do the music joint. Mm-hmm. So I did it in junior year, senior year. Like, And the thing, the, the positive thing about it was, was like, when you take those types of classes, you cut about a clean 50%, maybe 40% of your day, your school day, yeah. out the way. Because I had seven periods. So, like, it already cut about three, four of them out of the day. So, I was like, hey. All right. All right. You just, yeah, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to worry about anything else. In and terms you're of, becoming more comfortable talking yeah. in front of someone or people and shit. Exactly. Um, I just learned of this terminology. And, that, dude, that's cool that you, before I go into that, that's cool that you did that, though, man. Are you familiar with the lobster theory? Uh, no, I'm not. So, lobsters... Grow continuously. Right. They never stop growing mm. ever, and they're essentially immortal. They do not die from natural causes or age. Mm-hmm. They have to be killed. Are you suggesting I'm a lobster? Is what no, you're no, saying? No, no, but like it's a, it's a cool fact, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. It's it is crazy though. But it is a bit of a metaphor too, because if you're constantly learning and but learning and learning and applying yourself, but check this out, but. T- Check this out. Okay. Check, check this out. Okay. When the lobsters grow, they have to shed their shells, dude. Right? Like, mm-hmm. in order to grow, you have to, like, shed yourself. Right. It is a metaphor. But um, there's no proof that lobsters ever stop growing. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, like, bottom feeders, quote, unquote. Right, right. So, like, no one's to say that there's, like, not some giant-ass lobster at the bottom of the ocean. But, like, that means, metaphorically, you can literally become whoever the fuck you, you want. to be, yeah. But in order to be who you envision, you have to shed yourself and be di- uncomfortable. Yeah. And you have to make the uncomfortable shit comfortable. Right, right. If you want to be a performer... You can be a DJ and never say a fucking word. Exactly. You can be an introverted no, DJ. No, plenty of them there's, like that. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. The yeah. most famous ones usually are. Yeah. Um, but 
if you want to be a performer, if you want to add that additional aspect to your artistry and have that point of like interest for people who like are drawn to that, you have to learn how to do that. If it's not you, so like you just doing that subconsciously. Come on, but you saying I'm a lobster, then? That's dude, what you saying, <laughs> dude. Everybody can be a lobster. Yeah, metaphorically Metaphor- speaking, everybody can grow, dude. But if you are stuck in the same shit, yeah, and expecting different results, it's not insanity. gonna happen, man. It's insanity. Or yeah, the de- yeah, okay, yeah, the definition of insanity. And um, but kind of, I know, I kind of went off, not off track, but <laughs> that's what I was saying. I learned of a term, ambivert, an ambivert. Mm-hmm. It is like an equally introverted and extroverted person. Correct. And I... That's the word of the day, by the way, ambivalent. Ambi- yeah, ambivalent. Amb- ambivalent. Or ambivert, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that is absolutely who I am. If I'm comfortable, it's game over. Right. I can be comfortable with a stranger if, like, I know you say you hate this word, whatever, dude, but <clears throat> they're ener- okay, energy. Maybe I even hate that more. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but... It's, it's sufficient, but you yeah, can, go ahead. Can, it's palpable, man. Like I'm not, I'm not saying like, uh, you know, I I know what people are feeling and thinking. I'm not like an empath. Like, or, or maybe I am. I don't know. But I feel like I can feel like, are you really into this conversation? Are yeah. you really actually interested in what we're talking about? And uh, when I feel that, shut off, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking introvert. I'll leave. A party, mm. and all my friends that I've been around know this. Like, I don't say shit to no one. Just if, dip if out. I feel like, all right, I'm, I'm out. I'm done now. That's how, yeah. And I don't give a fuck if it hurts someone's feelings because that's weird, and you need to address that. Yeah. You didn't say goodbye. Like, dude, shut up. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just I'm home, man. Do you need something from me? Like, you know. <laughs> but if I'm comfortable. With a stranger, if someone like, okay, cool, man. Like, I, I, I not click with someone necessarily, but we have a shared interest or, mm-hmm. like, someone can respectively oppose me. Right. And I kind of get a little rise when I'm opposing someone if it's something that I really care, that really matters. Right. Um, but I can talk to them like I've talked to anybody. I'm an open book, dude. I'll tell you anything you want to know about me. Right. Literally anything. I don't give a fuck. I have no secrets, man. Mm. But I, it's a switch, dude. It's, there's no in between. I don't share half of information and stuff. Like an ambivert is a perfect descriptor, and it is the word of the day. And that's what I am, man. Shout out word of the day. Shout out word of the day. True, true. Shout out to just being weird and being cool with it. True, true. It's very important, man. Absolutely. And I know it's like, I hate even announcing that this is cliche because... If you think about it, it's kind of a compliment to the term. Mm-hmm. Cliche just means that so many fucking people say it that someone's tired of hearing it, exactly. and they made a negative connotation term, negative connotated term, to attach it to. Mm-hmm. It's such a cliche. It's like, yeah, so you should pay attention to it. <laughs> what sayings that fucking don't have some truth exist in the world? He, he not preaching the gospel. Not a whole lot. I mean, maybe. Oh, party foul. Podcast party foul, dude. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah. So anyways, a cliche. I don't know what cl- I don't know what cliche I was about to announce because I got off track and I got defensive about the word cliche because <laughs> everybody fucking dismisses something they feel is cliche. And it's like, that's what you actually need to pay attention to. Right. Like, oh, shit. Right. I hear that so much. Maybe I should think about it. Maybe I should Google something. Instead of making a fucking 
predisposed judgment on the and, and just like a feeling. Oh, it's cliche. People say that. That's what I was saying. Be yourself. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't like it, that's not your fucking problem, dude. Don't be disrespectful. Also true. Don't just you know shit on people and be like, yeah, you're fat. <laughs> you're right. You know? You're right. You're right. Oh, you're unintelligent unless they're being disrespectful. Mm. You don't got to do that. But don't mask yourself, bro. Like, if you're weird, be weird. If you like listening to death metal before you go to bed, do it. I used to. I used to listen to Kill Switch Engage every night, almost, almost on full blast before I went to bed, dude. Because I'm just a weird Your person. Your ears must have been ringing like. Nope. Cr- no. Sleeping. Not before, not like to prepare to go to bed, mm. to fall asleep to, I should say, and sleep through. And I went to bed earlier with my parents all the time. Mm. And they'd come and turn my shit off before they went to bed. And I was fine. But I'd fall asleep to kill switch engage every night like a psycho. What song specifically? The whole album, uh, End of Heartache album. Uh, with Rose of Sharon, mm. End of Heartache. Um, I, a bid farewell, dude. I, you were mad comfortable, huh? Sleeping. <laughs> but then, as I got a little older, I'm like, not that I got into. I always really loved like R and B, always yeah. and always '90s, early 2000s R and B. Oh yeah. And so I had a playlist of all that shit, and one of the songs was like "I Want to Know" by Joe, of course. Um, all the things you man won't do was like the last song, like twelve songs on the CD, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember I was sleeping to that, like, and I played it like at a moderate volume, so they never came and turned it off. I was having a dream, dude, that I was like taking a shit, mm. and I got out of the fucking bathroom stall, and I walked up to like wash my hands in the mirror, and my friend Larry, like, came into the bathroom singing all the things your man won't do in the mirror. <laughs> Baby, I want go, go to <laughs> get it off. Things, yeah, man. Like, and he was like doing all the boys to men type like dance moves and shit. And I was like, hey, I was like, get it, Larry, get it, Larry. And my fucking mom wakes me up, dude. And she was like, hey, she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. She's like, who the fuck? Who's Larry? <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, you're. They were saying, yeah, get it, Larry, get it, Larry. I was like, damn, I was dreaming about this full. Singing, singing his heart out in the mirror. How old were you in that? I was like 11, dude. <laughs> 11, 12 years old. To Joe? Oh, yeah, dude. My, I had a, my mom, a, She all she listened to was either uh, like Motown type mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. skipped all of most of the 80s and went straight to 90s R&B, the Keith Sweat, um, Atlantic Star, mm-hmm. um fucking Belle Biv DeVoe. Wow. Like all that shit. Okay. She loved it. And then yeah, my dad yeah. listened to a whole bunch of classic rock and like a whole bunch of hippie shit. And my mom loved country too. So I got that. But all my friends and shitty cousins listened to hip hop, metal, and all this other weird shit. So dude, I literally had So you had a, it was a, a mesh. Of, it was, a, I it heard was, everything. It was different for me because it was, it was like mad sequential in terms of my influences. Okay. Uh, like when we were younger, we had this little small, like general electric radio. Shout out to GE. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to general electric. <laughs> and they had this little small, it was a small radio that me and my brother listened to. And they played like all the oldies. Yeah. So any oldie singles you could possibly think of. 
like I don't know why none of the, the names come to mind. Like Spinners, the Shy Lights, the, like those oldies. Yeah, Temptations, okay. Tem- like Smoky Robinson, Detroit Emeralds. Yeah, like those 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 joints were being played. And then some of the the '90s singles kind of came in. So yeah. like you know, um, Rick Astley was mad. Oh my god! Yeah, like he was he Never was there. Give you up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like all those joints were coming in. And then. <laughs> on the way to school, like my mother, she always ended up playing a lot of the the R and B, yeah, and then she always played a lot of gospel joints too. My mom too. Dude. So it, it, we kind of grew up with that. But I didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily start listening to rap until like maybe fourteen, fifteen. They shielded it, you from it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They like yeah. they, they, they like to shield it pretty good. And it's so like, yeah, no, 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 listen to this. Listen yeah, to this. So there yeah. was like maybe, <laughs> I think two thousand four. I mean, of course, there were some rap joints you had to listen to because it was a blend. unavoidable. Yeah. yeah, so you you there was nothing you could do about it. But like when oh four oh five, so when mm. Carter one, Carter two, Wayne, uh, when G Unit fifty was like oh my god, New York, right? And then you had Juvie was running it, yep. and everybody in you know what I'm saying. So yep. again, Lloyd, yeah, yeah. So that's Yee. that's one of the that's one of the how like my influences came to being and everything just kind of came together. Yeah, but that's a, that's a, you have an upper hand in that, man. Yeah. Some people don't discover oldies or don't fall in love with old shit until they are a DJ at at 18, 20, 22 years old, dude. Yeah. yeah. And they're like it's fun when you discover if dude, if I was 26, 27 right now discovering R&B, really falling in love with that'd be exciting. But dude, you're missing out on a exactly. lot of shit not exactly. knowing about it. And that's one genre that oh, you know what? No, 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 I will not say that. That's one genre that recently has been just absolutely letting me down. Um, as a whole genre, R and B lately has really Who who have you been listening to as of lately? Well, no, so I'm talking about like the new like oh. like like Trey song shit. Oh, well I mean like give it's, me some give me some artists that you feel personally that are are new in the game right now in the R and B scene mm-hmm. that you kind of just like are not you don't feel at all or you don't get that type of uh, Chris Brown for yeah. one he needs to fucking go away man yeah, yeah. I hate him and yeah. his good voice yeah. talented well I mean have you have you He's listened a fucking to- piece of shit dude <laughs> and I'm sick of hearing that. Like everyone's trying to adapt, dude. Yeah. Like everyone's everyone's really trying to adapt to what's popular and it's always been that way. Yeah. But now as an adult, I feel like I might have to I, I feel angry towards it because yeah. it's like this is it, what R&B is now and yeah. this is what it will because, always will be. Because we knew we know everyone knows that's listen to R&B for more than fucking a decade or mm-hmm. well, I guess not, no. But that it used to be something that was beautiful, dude. Right. Legit. Right. And like, I think the end of the really, really good R and B shit, like really good constant mainstream R and B, I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. The because every genre throughout time has had a, a amazing artists in every genre. Some of them don't get radio time. Some of them do. Whatever. Right. Whatever. Right. I'm not saying that R and B sucked completely as a genre. Mm-hmm. The last fucking five. Five years, there's maybe, a, maybe a, more. Yeah, but the mainstream shit ended for me. Like real respecting talent, like for real. When like the neo got popular and kind of went, whew, yeah. and then the last shit that Usher did that was super super popular. The whole um, yeah, it was yeah, mad poppy. When yeah well, dropped, well, that af- was the decline of R and B. 
for him, pers- I mean, he still had some R&B joints, but yeah. they were like mad pop music-ish yes. towards the, as his, as his career kind of furthered. They were adaptive. Yeah. And I hate that. Well, because I think, well, now what you'd have to do is, is you kind of need to, you kind of would need to go and, and do a, a further deep dive in terms of some of the newer acts that are out. Like, there's a mm-hmm. ton of great, like, R&B like artists. Khaled? Uh, Khalid, Khalid is dope. He's fucking amazing, um, man. Frank Ocean is my one of my favorite artists of all time. Frank, he, yeah, I like Frank. I like Frank. The Blonde album, I dude, I swear. I hear you play that a lot. I hear you play it a lot. I listen, dude. I have a fucking routine. I need right? to get. I need to get into my Spotify bag real quick because I, I want. I have a routine, okay. <clears throat> and this is. I do not condone this. Right. Allegedly. Okay, every time I'm at my mom's house, mm-hmm. allegedly, mm-hmm. I roll two. I get in my car, right? Allegedly, mm-hmm. two cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I light one. I start blonde. Mm-hmm. I go up the mountain. Mm-hmm. I finish my first cigarette mm-hmm. at the lake. Beautiful. I listen to like seven, eight songs by now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I light my second cigarette and drive home. And it's so dark up there and like you can see the stars and it's just so amazing and that album just puts me in this like some special mood. Not a good mood, not a bad mood. Just like the mood I want. Mm-hmm. That routine gives it to me. Blonde does. Blonde and the driving up the certain way, smoking my cigarette. There's no other Frank Ocean album that not like that to me personally, like blonde dude, there had been such a long time since something came out <clears throat> that was, uh, globally recognized that sounded like true R and B. Like, even though he did do a whole bunch of like, it's not poppy, but he did a whole bunch of like, uh, effects to his voice and stuff that yeah. like redefined the genre that at that time. Yeah. Or maybe for, I mean, do no one's release anything that I've heard like that, dude. Have you Coltr- have you heard of Coltrane by chance? Coltrane? Coltrane. Uh-uh. Have you heard of um Oh, the name escapes me. I, I literally I was literally going through my Spotify just to see if I could find him. Do you like Alan Stone? I haven't heard of him. He's that. the most soulful white dude that's ever lived. Ever. And it's amazing. Um I love Leon Bridges. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely yeah, love his, Leon his Bridges. His new stuff is amazing. Everything that guy does is so good. I <clears throat> I saw him, or I first heard him on an episode of what's called uh, Soundstage. Mm-hmm. It's like a little independent um, secret show type shit, like really small, intimate shows. And Leon Bridges did River on there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God. It was just so amazing. Um uh, I'm forgetting this guy's name. He's from New York. Something Mosley. He's also super, super good and like soulful. He just has a guitar. He's like electric guitar and he just plays and it's just like the most beautiful shit ever. What about Daniel Caesar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's nice, yeah, man. He's nice. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like every genre, even now, has the exceptions. Mm-hmm. But majorly mainstream R&B. Well, you know, The weekend puts out some good stuff sometimes. Yeah. I kind of feel like the 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 females is kind of, uh, I guess, being the forefront of that genre now. You know what I mean? You have women like um, her, 
SZA, Caliu Cheese, Sabrina mm-hmm. Claudio. Um, what's old girl that used to be in um, Our Future, but they kind of split, and now she's in the internet. Sid? Yeah. So you when you take... Yeah. Those, that's like five right there. Right. So... Again, I kind of feel like maybe it's the shift or the climate because I don't feel like enough. There's not enough male representation within R&B because a lot Mm -hmm. of them want to go different routes in terms of maybe they want to rap. Right. Maybe they kind of want to like sing rap. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they just want to be artists, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? But some people are just trapped, dude. Because because yeah. some people want to be themselves as an artist, but some people want to make it, man. Yeah. And as shitty as it sounds, like unless you're enjoying developing into like what's popular, not mm. not being like a bandwagon, dude. Not just like okay, I'm gonna copy this sound. But if you want to work towards developing that, and you're having a good time doing it, right, right, then it's it's gonna be all wins, right. But if you need to adapt for the culture. And that's what you need to focus on because you want to make a career out of it. Correct. You're kind of, you don't have a decision to make, dude. Like you have to fucking bend a little bit. Mm-hmm. So where do you, what, like in the balance, like do you want to get popular faster? Like because the people who don't really, 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 really enjoy the artistry behind music mm-hmm. is the vast majority of people, the fans of the music that's on Mainstream, right. like mainstream, and it's just factual, dude. Not saying they don't like music that's well composed. I'm just saying, like the most of the shit that's on the radio mm. is very blocky. It's the same, right. same cadence, same song structure. Right. But that's what you have to be if you want to get popular it's in the yeah, hip hop culture or the R and B culture. And there's subcultures that support each other, mm-hmm. and you can pay your electricity bills and shit. Like you <laughs> right. know, being just like a real, real cool artist. Right. But, but you have to fucking either be so eccentric that you stand out, or you have to just be so talented that no one can deny your shit. What do you What do you think about? Uh, What's your thoughts on artists that decide to go independent and not take deals or sign contracts or just, signing to major labels? It is I think it's just preference, dude. Like what what do you really want out of making music and like maybe what do you need in your life, man? Like some people, you know, a record deal <clears throat> or a record label will approach, approach someone or even like an independent label will approach someone yeah. and be like Hey man, like we'll give you a five thousand dollar advance and two hundred and fifty hours of studio time, um, but you have to come out with like two albums within the next two and a half years, yada yada. Mm. And some people need that five grand right then and there yeah. so bad that they're like, "All right, dude, like that's that's cool, I'll do that." And then they're just working all then the it, time. Then it becomes work in a sense that like you have a deadline now and you have responsibilities and some people enjoy it. Some people love that and it keeps them in check. Mm -hmm. Like me, Mm -hmm. I I need either self-hatred for being lazy. Like I know it's kind of unhealthy, but that's just what I thrive off of, dude. Like Mm -hmm. I dude, this is my, my anxiety is weird this morning. I didn't want to do this for no reason. As in, as in the podcast is what you're saying. Oh, no reason at all. <laughs> no reason. I wasn't thinking about it or anything. I'm like, ah, I don't feel like doing anything. But I knew I had to. Right. But I, but uh, the next thought was like, shut the fuck up, you bitch. <laughs> you don't want to fucking talk to your friend for an hour and a half and right. drink coffee? Shut up. <laughs> That's how I have to do it. But if a record label or if like some podcast uh, network 
wanted to do this and it was a fucking contractual requirement to release an episode a week, I would do it because that structure allows me to not hate myself anymore. Because you have to do it. Because I have to do it now. And they're paying you. And they pay me and I thrive off of that. But for an, a true artist that wants free range when they want to do shit, how they want to release it, how yeah. they want to present it, yeah. they need full control they over the their... freedom. Right. I mean, somewhere in the contract that can be talked about, but for something like this, for me, as long as I can post the pictures I want mm-hmm. and say what I want, right. then, then okay, right, I'll right. do this once a week. That's what I do anyways. Right. And like I want that expectation and I'm doing this once a week and it exists already. And right now in my life, I've been doing it, but you know, I get very unmotivated for no reason, but Mm -hmm. I've been fucking taking these antidepressants, dude. And it's making me fucking just do shit. Right. All the things I say I'm going to do, I've been doing, I've not been bailing on people. Usually I would just be like, Oh dude, I'm not feeling good, man. And just like kick it. Right. We'll do this like next week or something. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to fucking keep riding this wave, dude, being being productive. But anyways, going back to the label thing, I think it's all about preference, dude. Uh, If the, if the money sounds good and there's no interest on shit, what, what royalties are you going to get from plays on Spotify and iTunes or, you know, what do you get like a budget for Mm. packaging it and, Artists making the cover, do you have control of the art that's going to yeah, be on there's your a lot fuck? of questions that go with that. There's a lot of questions. A lot of questions. But there's a lot of questions people don't ask, man. Yeah. And that they are just like, oh, shit, 10 grand? Because if you're a label, if you're a legit label, you have a business loan a lot of the time. And that's when LLCs kick in, too. Right. And yeah. they're like, oh, okay. And if they fuck up, okay, cool, file bankruptcy. And it's an LLC, no hit. It's no risk, dude. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta make money. That's oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you just gotta make money. But like, if you don't, all right. I tried. Right. No fucking fault. I mean, there's nothing that happens to you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just scary. It's a scary situation. So you gotta ask the questions. Right. If it's something you're ready to dedicate yourself to, right. A contract can be very good. But you got to make sure it's still kind of the way you want it. You don't want to be a puppet. Yeah. You know, but some people don't give a fuck about that either. Right. All they care about is the money. And, and the reason why I ask this is because of the fact that, you know, we're living in an age now where, you know, Spotify just recently made it able for artists to go in and upload their music. Uh, yeah. So that's I was like, tight. that's that's pretty interesting. So they, it gives it gives artists an even much greater opportunity for them to be able to upload instead of just I'm going to go to SoundCloud or I'm yeah, going to go dude. to uh, TuneCore or I'm going to go to this this podcast is yeah. on Spotify. Yeah, it's cool for I free. You ain't you ain't even got to reach into your pocket. Just dude, go. I, I literally I literally upload it to one app, Anchor. Yep, yep. and it distributes my podcast to nine platforms automatically. All of the artwork carries over. All the mm-hmm. descriptions carry over. Everything carries over for free. Hence the name Anchor. It's a fucking beautiful world we live <laughs> in right now. And Anchor has so many cool uh, features. Like right. if, if we were recording the podcast through Anchor rather than this interface, mm-hmm. you can have people call in through the app See, you as put, you're you recording the a podcast plug. episode. See, look at you. You put in the Anchor plug, man. Dude, like- Anchor's <laughs> fucking tight. Anchor's the reason why I can have people subscribe to a dollar a month. Mm. Like, that's not hard to ask for. I don't feel guilty for asking. Like, 
not saying that like I deserve it right. ever. Right. Like I don't deserve nothing. But if you listen, you enjoy it. Right. And you know, like we're friends. We've supported each other. Something. What the fuck ever. Like people have subscribed to me on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I don't ask. For, I mean, I ask for that, but like they don't have to do that. No one has to do anything. Right. But five bucks a month is like you know, you might have twenty five bucks. One one day, like with like four days to go till payday, mm-hmm. five bucks can kind of fuck up your week. True, yeah. for real, man. Yeah, I've been there. I'm there it. a lot. <laughs> I'm there a lot. But a dollar, that's guilt free, right? Like I'm I'm providing a a source of entertainment. You want to give me a dollar, right? Every thirty days, it's fine. I'll ask for that, right? Yeah, that's thirty dollars in a year. Well, and, the, and I've had I, the, I mean, thirty six maybe. Sorry, I couldn't do math. No, I can't do math. No, no, twelve no. bucks. Twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. <laughs> twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. I can't do math. We can do math. We can do math. Can't do. Our, our mouths are just tired or something from talking. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, it's just uh, anchors the shit, dude. It's it's amazing, and and the platform like makes it really easy to like do. I can add a segment after the fact if I want. Mm. I can record an additional thing. After I upload it without erasing it and uploading new audio. Right. It's just it's just fucking cool. I won't talk about it anymore, but <laughs> fingers tight. Shout out to fucking all these streaming services, man. True. Making sure that artists have a cool platform they can showcase, even if you're broke as fuck. <laughs> like everything that you see, like in this little space I have, like not here, but like in my house, that's all I own, dude. That's it. In my life. I can I you know. It's all you, man. Yeah, it's all me. It's all you. I can't pay 15 bucks a month for SoundCloud Pro to have it on Yo, SoundCloud. Yo, that's ridiculous, man. And then have like a fucking account somewhere else that's like a subscribe and upload shit for podcasts because it's like an hour and a half at a time, dude. It's like an album's worth of audio every week, right? As far as long as like length goes. Mm. Um, not, because you only get two hours. You only get two hours in terms of the stand. Like if you have the regular SoundCloud, right. it's like two hours. But then if you get... Pro, I, it's a unseen right, right. amount and, of, and of time that you can upload, so if all, not more. No, not at all. And, and for all these years, you had to you know submit your shit to Spotify. They have to fucking scan. I mean, they still have to like do a whole bunch of like copyright checks and yeah, shit. Exactly. But for the podcast, oh, you can do. Spotify has a fucking uh, feature through Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can just play background music on Spotify, and it will play. But only when you listen to Spotify and, and Apple. It won't let you Really? Yeah. So if you're like if you if you had music like on Spotify, yeah. If someone was listening to it on Spotify, we could have your music playing in the background directly from Spotify. Like they're really fucking holding it down, dude. See, they made this they they're it's the keys of the game. And I man. can play anything I want from Spotify behind our track behind our voice right now for free because I can't monetize it. You see, you see what Spotify is doing. Yeah, like dude, they're, they're, they're conquering. Giving, yeah, they really are. Because see what they're because they're providing you a, a tool to be able to overcome the yeah. anchor. You seen what they're doing with algorithm? Yeah, they just gave a DJs the license to be able to go to any specific location as long as you got a Wi-Fi, right? And a Spotify premium account, it's over. It's lit. Apple Music. Yeah, if SoundCloud. Not, if you're not trying to record. Amazon, it, Google Play, get it together. Get it together. Dude, I don't, I will never listen to Google Play. I 
feel dirty. I would feel dirty listening to music on Google Play. Was a I don't know. The, I'm just very aesthetic driven. <laughs> Google Play looks like shit. Yeah, it I don't really like, like the layout. It's, it's terrible. What's your thoughts on Tidal? Huh? Tidal, like Hove's platform, musical platform. I don't. Uh, I'm not familiar. Tidal, like T I D A L. Tidal. Nah. You never heard of it? Nope. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, but that's it's. it's <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> it's 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 uh it's basically the the music program or platform that uh okay. they kind of um promote hi fi listening. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the hi fi, like, like the, super high quality yeah, audio that you should yeah. listen through, like monitors or like yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 or specific headphones. Like so, right. they they push that envelope. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, it's. I don't know in terms of whether or not it would be. For any other specific artist or any other specific like audio file, but I mean, right. if you're really, really, really picky about the song quality, then maybe that's for you. But I, yeah. it was something I just well, mentioned. There I are a lot of audio it. snobs, man. Were I mean, Jay Z is catering to a fucking pretty like pretty good audience, but you remember though, it's Jay Z. He doesn't have the upload button though. He, yeah, well, because he doesn't, dude. That's what I was just about to get into. He doesn't have to because he's Jay Z. Well, yeah. He's like, oh, do you want to listen to high quality music? You get to listen with. I fucking say goes on it. <laughs> you're, you're right. You know what I mean? Right. And if you don't download it, I don't care. I have enough money to support this app for the next Got that on the run money. Years. Reasonable <laughs> doubt money. Blueprint money. Dude, he said, he said, uh, even in Watch the Throne, that album he did with Kanye, yeah. there was a line he said, he goes, I got Eminem. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. That was Dr. Dre. Yeah, I was about to say. No, on Dr. Dre's new album, though, you know, mm. there's some good songs on there, but it's just so... Well, you said Dre's new album, right? Dre's newest album. Uh, Compton? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He does. He has a line where he goes, I have Eminem checks I haven't even opened yet. That's some real and I feel shit. Like, I feel like Dre would... Now that we're on the topic of, of this this whole like hierarchy with, with mm-hmm. Dre and him, your man's had some a some lot of white-on-white white crime as of late within the rap community. So we talking about <sighs> M and, M and MGK and... G E Z and oh my god and 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 here's the thing about it like I I listened to the Kamikaze album oh my god and I won't say that it was a bad album but in terms of this whole like spar that M G K and M had I was like I was like damn I haven't seen this type of a lyrical well I don't I'm not even gonna use the word lyrical just this back and forth. Spar in a minute. So I had to ask you. Okay. In terms of uh, what was your thoughts on that? In okay. terms of, I know I'm probably a little late, dude. But I don't know. You know, I'm gonna tell you how I really feel. I agree that there hasn't been um, a real rap beef, a lyrical rap beef, not a physical. I'm gonna fucking kill you next time I see yeah. you. MJK did made some threats, whatever. But like, and I want to be literal when I say this. I now that I think I dude, I don't think I've given a fuck less about anything else mm. in my life. Mm. I don't want to give them the attention. Mm. I respect Eminem as an artist. Yeah. I don't like anything he's done yeah. since but uh dude, fucking Marshall Mathers LP, dude. The first one? Yep. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm not saying he sucks. He is a fucking legend. Yeah. MGK is a fucking dork. He's, uh, maybe he's good too. I don't know. He didn't rat. He didn't write his fucking rebuttals. I know that like the fucking song credit, like the writer's credit went to someone else on Mm -hmm. his shit. Mm -hmm. I just don't care, dude. Like, I'm not saying like white rapper beef, like doesn't fucking matter, but it's just goofy. It was a little goofy. It's goofy as fuck, dude. Like, if you're going to do, like, a, a lyrical rap beef shit and handle it, like, do it, but then just let that just be it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't got to fucking talk about people's daughters and shit and, like, threaten people and, it's like, weird. get in fights at people's shows. <laughs> it, dude, I just don't give a fuck about either of them as an artist anymore or an MGK at all, ever. So you felt as though they needed to just leave it as rap. I want And that was it. Yeah. Just fucking this back and forth. Cool, man. Like everybody wanted to get in on it. It's like, I just, I mean, it's not that it's stupid. Mm. They did what they did. Like they feel like they had to do it, but like, I just, oh my God, dude, mm. that's the wrong people are getting the attention. That's yeah. what pisses me the fuck off. Dog. Yeah. MGK does not deserve the attention he got from what he did. Mm. Dude, he like. I guarantee you he quadrupled his fan base just based off of all the shit that oh, went down. Oh, yeah. That comes that comes Because no one, with that. no one knows who fucking MGK is. Like, I mean, he has some features on the radio for the past, like, five years, right? Whatever. But he's never been, like, like, oh, he's a fucking legend. Like, he has fans. I'm not saying he ain't shit. Like, he's obviously famous. He's been on Hot Ones. Cool. Mm. But, dude, Eminem level? Are you kidding me? No fucking way. There's so many people that pay attention to Eminem that listen to Yellow Wolf before they listen to fucking and MGK. I, I like I actually like Yellow. My my thoughts on the whole thing was for one I I, I don't I feel like if I I felt like maybe it may have been a little out of touch because I saw the Sway interview and he was saying on the topic in terms of well I went down the wormhole of YouTube and I see this video of MGK talking about my daughter and I'm like my guy that was three years ago why are you just now bringing this to the forefront when you should have addressed that like years ago when it happened and why did you make a song about it instead of asking him hey man what the fuck yeah like just just speak to him or just chop it up now I don't know if they did or not on the scenes or that was announced I don't know there's no way yeah but at the same time it's like if you're M and you give that type of power to somebody from Ohio that raps God, like that. Right. That's on you. Hey, you know what, dude? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some home, one piece of homework. I don't give a fuck about this, but I give a fuck about Tom Green. Mm. Listen to Tom Green on Sway in the Morning. Mm. And he talks about this MGK and Eminem. Mm-hmm. He creates a legit conspiracy. And now everybody's talking Tom about Green? it. He's, oh, he performed this weekend. Here, but oh, okay. Sway in the morning was talking about how like MGK and Eminem planned that shit, like that it was a fucking oh it was stage it was a stunt and like everyone's like oh ha 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 and they start talking <laughs> about it and Sway yeah, was yeah. like oh <laughs> how long ago was that dude this was like last week two weeks ago really I think yeah two weeks ago hmm. I may I I may be wrong but it's not long ago maybe a month really? max but. Tom Green's tight, dude. I always like Tom Green. Huh. He takes little things a little far, like with like it, in, intrusion. Yeah, like, uh, but he's he's funny as fuck. What's your speaking of beef? What's your thoughts on battle rap? Do you like battle rap? Uh, 
No. You don't like uh, Better Evermore? Well, no, no, it's no. not for you? No, no, no. It's not that I don't like it at all. It's just like, uh, I don't know, man. It's There's some of it that's so fucking legitimate, dude. Yeah. It's like with everything. Yeah. There's some really good shit, but most of the stuff that I've seen, not saying that I've seen it all, but mm. it feels corny. It feels like they really did have so much time to prepare, like all these shots to each other and like the way they, they deliver it is just fucking kind of cringy mm. and people get really close in their face, like nose to nose and like talking shit and like trying to be super G about it. It's mm. just, I don't like egotistical things, man. Okay. That's what it comes down to, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be completely honest, ego's ugly, dude, to me. Like mm. confidence is a different thing, obviously, but like ego's just fucking really ugly and there's a lot of it that exists mm. in rap battle mm. and in this MGK Eminem shit all mm. ego driven mm. and it's just gross it's palpable you can like feel it and it's nasty like mm. and I do not enjoy it I don't have any fucking friends like that dude mm. like cut all those people out right straight the fuck up like you know what I'm talking about right yeah yeah, yeah. someone who like is thinks that they're like the shit that they're deserving that they're better than people that like and it, the list goes on, and you can just see it. Right. There's people that we are around in the building that we are sometimes in. Oh, okay. And his name rhymes with Keith Nazario. <laughs> okay. That guy is a walking ball of resentment. His ego, I hope you hear I'm going to email this to him. I'm going to send it to him. That guy is fucking just like, oh. You heard it here. You heard it here. You heard it third. Because I say it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You probably already heard me talk about this shit, man. Probably. You probably Probably. for real did it. Even if you're listening, you probably heard me say something because I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. That's that's news to me in terms of being heard. But I've never used a name that rhymed with his name so closely. (laughs) Mm. Okay. Okay. But, uh, dude. We were at an hour and 36, man. Oh, word. Can you believe that? Is that, that? the record? Yeah. <laughs> for for Hell Tired. <laughs> we, uh, we just keep getting longer and longer every episode, man. We just keep getting more and more interesting. But that's good. Dude, it's really good. That's I don't good. have any fucking... I mean, I have like an hour is like what I would consciously be like, oh, okay. But no, nah, dude, there's no way. I didn't want to stop talking, man. This is great. Good. This is really good. So before we sign off, of course... Please let us know where we can find your music, uh, any kind of social media you have or any kind of announcements you have, any plans in the works. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take a minute to, to uh, say that. We can wrap this up. Yeah. Um, so in terms of my music, uh, you definitely can just find me on SoundCloud.com backslash E Manning. That's spelled in all caps, like MF Doom, uh, capital E, capital M. Uh, v as in Victor and N I N G. I flipped the the A into V because they said that the the name was taken, so I flipped the A to a V. But there's also a bit of a meaning behind the V in there because it's the five. But we, we'll we'll get we'll get it we'll get into that later on. Yep, um, yep. But yeah, again, SoundCloud.com backslash E M V N N I N G all caps. Um, feel free to take a listen to Cave Creek Part One, Cave Creek Part Two. Um, I would assume that probably a three is in the works. Uh, just depends yeah. on how I feel. Um, <laughs> I I do plan on wanting to. Uh, I want to release a all female rapper mix. Um, it's not a lot of what you see, 
So I, I do want to do an all-female rapper mix. I also want to do something a little more on the aggressive side, just whether you're both male or female. It's called Grit, like G-R-I-T. Okay. Called Grit. Um, so I, those are the two projects that I have going on as of right now is just the all-female rapper mix and Grit. Um, but other than that, I would more than appreciate the uh, the support just to listen to Cave Creek Part One and Part Two. Like I'm open to suggestions. If you're DJs, if you can tell me what it is and I can work on, hey man, yeah, it just it makes me better as a DJ and person. I I'm open to feedback. And you have your contact information on the SoundCloud. Yes, I do. Cool, cool, yep. yeah, yep. man. No, for sure. Listen to this shit, dude. Uh, you know it, it, it is really good sober. <laughs> but if you want to maximize your Yo. listening experience, my dude, I'm not trying to say that doing things not sober is better, but I've done some research. Listening to these mixes not sober is fucking lit. It's a very good experience, dude. So thank you for providing the word you hate very, very, very dearly, the, the vibes. vibes. Thank you for providing the wavy vibes. <laughs> but yeah, dude, guys, I'm going to drop the link um, in the description, of course. Um, go follow him on SoundCloud. It literally takes nothing from you other than um, two clicks. Yeah, just one, about. One click from the description and then one follow button. Yep. And if you want to start listening, it's three clicks. Yep. Three-click yep. support system. And as an artist, as a creative content provider of any sort, that one follow means so much. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Isn't it so weird how much it means? I will say the repost button means a lot more than a like button. Oh, like oh my if, god! If, if we have a scale, the repost oh, means a lot more share? than a like button. Yeah, the share. Oh my the god! The share button is, is it's flattering. <sighs> oh, especially when you don't like put at the end of the post. Share, please share. I'm a burger guy, so okay. The share button, the and the repost button is like my. That's like my my. Mean double. That's my double double Ooh. from In and Out. That's my that's my uh that's my double quarter pounder with cheese. Mm-hmm. That's my. You ever been a fat burger? You already know I have. Okay, man. so take the taste. That's that's yeah. it to me. The like button is just like, yo, French fries. No, nah. It's more like a burger with cheese. Oh, just like a regular one. It's just a regular burger with. Okay. I mean, it's great. You know it's what I'm good. saying? It, I'm satisfied that you like it, but it's like. You want people to if I much prefer you liking my stump my my stuff yeah and having others end up having to listen to it right then just here you go yeah Here's see a like. A, a like on Twitter though goes way further than a like on Facebook oh, because yeah. people's likes on Facebook aren't publicly displayed to your friends usually yeah if you like if you like something on Twitter talk the it gospel po- it posts talk the in gospel. your feed so if you're gonna like something. I don't give a fuck about likes on Facebook. Like True. that's just a, a courtesy thing. Yeah. But if you re, if you share something on Facebook as opposed to Twitter, oh, that potential is way higher than it is on Twitter for exposure. It's very weird how they have it laid out. It's meticulous. Wait, is it the other way around? Nope. Wait, no. you said no. If you share something on Facebook, no, no, no. You said it means it means different the other way around. I thought you flipped it. It does yeah. for sharing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you retweet something. Unless you're getting retweeted with someone that has fucking thousands of followers, yeah, then it, yeah. that exposure is the only one that exists. Yeah. But if a Facebook gets shared, it remains public, and that has opportunity to get cycled through hundreds of people on different friends lists and shit. Right. But a like on Facebook does nothing. Right. So it's, it's weird. And it's all relative. Like, 
Oh, you study the algorithms, huh? You don't know. You don't have to study it, man. It's just like, it really does just make sense. Like, Twitter has its importance in social media exposure. Mm. But limited characters. I mean, yeah, they expanded it. Right. But it's still limited. Yeah, yeah. Facebook also has it, but in different ways. Like, you know, if you want to really take, like, a platform that's the best for exposure is going to be Facebook. Mm. Because how many videos you see on Facebook that have 1.2 million views, 14 million views? It's because that shit exists and gets topped on timelines all the time as it gets commented on, it goes mm. straight back to the top, mm. straight back to the top. Mm. The algorithm is fucking exactly that. You don't have to study it. Right, right. But, you know, Instagram, dude, it, it's weird how I don't, I don't have that figured out at all. I don't really know what Instagram's really, really good for, just presenting an aesthetic, maybe. I don't know. That's kind of what I got too, is just for the pictures. Yeah, but, and you can make something out of it too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it takes a lot. You need a lot of likes and a lot of mm-hmm. shares to do so. So, yeah. Anyways, follow him on SoundCloud. My man, Elliot Manning, dude. Um, the fucking longest podcast uh, Hella Tired has done, and it, I enjoyed every second of it. Wouldn't take it back for anything. Appreciate it, man. But, uh, yeah, so shout out. Um, shout out to Kova Coffee Roasters. Again, guys, thank you so much for sending the care package. Um, drinking out of the coolest fucking mug ever. Uh, head, head over to kovacoffee.com and, uh, you know, get some cool shit. Get some coffee in the cart. Get a mug. If you don't have a grinder, get a grinder. They have, like, stainless steel filters that last for fucking ever. It's it's so prime. Sick. Read about the coffee before you buy it. Read the stories of the farm it comes from, the people it comes from. They care so much about the product. It's fucking insane. So I'm really happy they, uh, you know, agreed to be a part of, of what I'm doing. And so Kova Coffee Roasters keep me fucking hyped up, dude. Energy running through my veins, feeling like I could cartwheel a mile. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is illegal. Like, I'm like drinking coffee from another farm (laughs) (laughs) but shout out man and uh, so thank you so much for listening this is sad boy shinobi aka bubs aka um i can't believe it's not butter (laughs) smooth aka uh you got Reggie it. Bush, you got- <laughs> aka <laughs> what's the one with the lappers? Oh yeah, um, aka leaping lappers, leaping lappers, leaping lappers, <laughs> uh, aka Walmart's favorite shopper. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off, episode eight. This is the conclusion. Um, again, shout out to everyone that's donated. If you are listening to this point, you're fucking crazy. I cannot believe you actually listened to everything I've been talking about for the past minute. <laughs> I would have stopped this podcast such a long time ago. And if you're still listening, it's even crazier. Right. That means you care about me. So if you're listening to this, give me a dollar a month and I love you. He'd appreciate it. Goodbye, my sleepies. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>